0: Hey, it's Anita and this is the Anita Posho. Show. Hello everybody and welcome to the Anita Posho, Show, where it is my pleasure to keep you up to date with topics around Bitcoin on a global stage and also the local impact it has on communities and regular people. My guest today is Farouk Ahmed. Farooq is the president of the Bitcoin Association Pakistan. Pakistan is one of the largest countries in the world with over 200 million inhabitants. It's close to Afghanistan and India. I also made two interviews recently with people from India and Afghanistan. You can listen to them too. Bitcoin trading and Bitcoin mining is at the moment illegal in Pakistan. And Farouk and the Bitcoin Association want to help educating people about Bitcoin, because the demand for Bitcoin is steadily rising in Pakistan. As always, you can watch this video on YouTube and you can listen to it on the go as a podcast. You can find all the links for these podcast players at anita.link slash subscribe. And after a short word from my sponsors, on to the show. Enjoy! Winter is ending, spring is coming, but your crypto storage shouldn't melt like snow and keep cool. The safest way of storing cryptocurrencies long-term is offline in a physical way. That's why Coinfinity developed the Card Wallet, the professional cold storage solution. The Card Wallet supports various security features, such as high-quality materials and tamper-proof features, which prevent the manipulation of the card. Get yourself a Card Wallet now. You will get 20% off if you order at cardwallet.com anita. That's cardwallet.com anita. Local Bitcoins is an easy, fast and safe way to buy and sell Bitcoin directly from person to person. Join Local Bitcoins to bring Bitcoin everywhere and secure your financial freedom. Do you want to stay up to date with the things that happen in Bitcoin from my point of view? Then subscribe to Anita's Weekly my newsletter with articles, videos, quotes, short tips on how to use Bitcoin and all that for free. Subscribe to Anita's Weekly at anita.link. Hello Farok, welcome to the Anita Posh Show. Nice to have you here. How are you?
1: I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Fine. We're going to talk about Bitcoin in Pakistan today, which is great because I did shows about Afghanistan and India. And now you're here. That's uh, perfect, basically. Can you please introduce yourself for a start to our listeners? What are you doing? And why are you talking about Bitcoin with me?
1: Okay, I I got involved in the uh, Bitcoin industry. I, I think five years ago, when I first heard about the Bitcoin, and then immediately I got involved into that and. Currently, I'm running a community, Bitcoin Association of Pakistan, and we help build the community here. We teach people uh, about the industry and the knowledge about Bitcoin, how it's important and how people can onboard with the new technology and how it's changing the world, so yeah. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And what is your profession and how did you get to know Bitcoin?
1: As a computer scientist, I graduated in 2014 and I found out about the Bitcoin in, in, you know, 2015 when I read the white paper and because I'm a tech guy, so I was able to understand that and how, you know, important is that and how big of a, uh, impact that it can make. It was amazing when I first heard about it and read the white paper. And because when I was doing my graduation, I was involved in some uh, projects related to finance and how to to bring the payment processes in Pakistan. Because it was at that time it was really hard for people uh, who were working uh, freelancing or online with the outside world in Pakistan. It was really you know hard for them to accept and to. International payments, so I was involved in that kind of projects. One when I heard about it, Bitcoin, and so it was like, uh, wow, it's 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 great. It's people can accept international payments, and it's privacy, and it's anonymous, it's cryptographic, and it's one can stop it. So that kind of things, it just blows my mind.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about your country, about Pakistan? Because I think I also don't know very much about it, actually not very much. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about the current history and what the problems in your country are.
1: Pakistan is a huge country. Pakistan is a fourth largest country by population in the world. I think it will have a great impact in the coming years on the uh, tech industry because uh, like 40 to 50% of population is young people around 20 to 40 age. And and they are getting involved into the tech businesses. IT is uh, performing very good in in, in the region. And a lot of new people, young people are getting involved in the uh, tech industry. They are like institute, educational institute, universities. They are teaching computer sciences in Pakistan. And, and then when the people, most people graduate, they work online as a freelancers or with the companies in other countries, other developed countries in the United States, Australia, or UK, as a part-time employees, full-time employees and contractor remotely. They are working from here. So I think it, that match Makes uh, make Pakistan is a great country for to adopt this new technology, Bitcoin. So that is why it's very important for uh, us to to uh, to shift the technology and finances to the to this new technology.
0: Mm-hmm. And are there problems now with like sending remittances or paying freelancers in Pakistan from abroad? How does the banking system work? Is it even allowed to do that?
1: Yes, a couple of years ago, it was, I think it was normal for people to send international payment. It takes four to seven days for an international payment to sell in the banks and it, it takes a lot of asking. A freelancer working here, they will receive the payments in their bank account and then they have to sign the paper or something like that, that this payment is coming from the company I work for and they have to tell everything and it takes days. It's not good. And a few years back, people had a lot of problems with the other online international payments. For example, PayPal, it doesn't work here. People can't, can't use PayPal in Pakistan. They can't have account. And other, also, there are other payment processes like Pioneer. People use that here in Pakistan, but it's expensive. And it takes, I think, a huge phase to withdraw money into the bank And accepting payment from the, from their employers also is expensive for them as well. So I think it's, if we move to people move to the, this Bitcoin uh, technology, they can accept instant payments without fee and there will be, uh, you currently, there's a, a little bit of uh, problems with the people to uh, convert Bitcoin into cash because we don't have any current exchanges here. That is why it's a bit, you can say a little bit hard, but I think it's gonna, it's gonna be better in a few years.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's complicated at the moment to exchange Bitcoin into US dollars or your local currency. So, What I hear, the use cases for Bitcoin in Pakistan are, on the one hand side, income as a freelancer, I guess a lot of remittances too
1: exactly we have a lot of Pakistanis working abroad abroad they are working in different countries and they send a regular payments remittances to their families in Pakistan so it's I don't know the current figures but it's a huge industry for for remittances to come in Pakistan and other part is a lot of people working remotely with the other countries from Pakistan Pakistan is the in the top IT exporter countries uh, in the World, I think it's I don't know the current rank, but India is the biggest, largest IT exporter, and then Pakistan is uh, a little bit lower than that, but it's growing fastly. So these two parts makes it makes the region most interesting region for the international payments to come in into the region.
0: Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And uh, what's the situation? How good is your internet infrastructure in the country? And how costly is it to use the internet?
1: It's relatively very cheap. I was in Dubai and the internet is not that cheap. There It's other countries, if we compare that, it's very really cheap here. But one thing is uh, a lot of innovative companies are working here to provide better network services and lower the price to uh, lower the prices of the internet services and also the increase the, the bandwidth of the internet. But currently we can have a, someone can have a 20 megabytes of connection in their home easily. But it's not uh, like other countries. They can have 50 to 100 megabytes very easily. But I think it's improving with the incoming years.
0: Mm-hmm. And so let's talk a little bit more about Bitcoin in Pakistan. What is the situation at the moment? Are many people using it or not yet? And how is the regulatory situation around it?
1: You know, uh, after the 2017 bull run, uh, a lot of ICUs and other crypto scam projects came in uh, in Pakistan. And a lot of people started uh, promoting their, their coins and it, the scam rate was too high. So government put the ban on the trading and using Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. And that is why currently it's illegal to trade or to create a business related to Bitcoin trading or or anything related to cryptocurrencies It's illegal but other than that we are one province in Pakistan is KPK is working progress in regulating Bitcoin recently a lot of good people they are working in the with the government of provincial government to approve the Bitcoin mining and Bitcoin trading so that international investors and companies can invest and local businesses can start bitcoin mining and bitcoin trading companies in pakistan so i think it's just getting started with the regulation and in coming years i'm very optimistic that other provinces like punjab and sindh they will also accept and regulate the industry very soon so we're gonna have a great future in bitcoin
0: And why is Pakistan in a way suited to, for Bitcoin mining?
1: yeah it's the northern area of pakistan it's the weather is really good there and temperature is low and electricity is very relatively cheap in pakistan and also if in the northern part of pakistan if people can have hydro turbines they can set up very easily and that would also make the electricity more cheaper so i think those those factors make it the region very effective for bitcoin mining
0: okay so there's a lot of hydropower you have a lot of dams and stuff like that
1: not a lot of dams on small scales. If we have a mining industry, like we'll open up a mining firm in the northern part of Pakistan, they can use regular electricity. It's cheap here, but even cheaper if they set up a small hydro uh, turbine there. There are a lot of places they can, they can set up. So uh, I think it will be really uh, effective.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, great. And. How is that, how is that going forward for you also and the Bitcoin Pakistan Association? Do you have to be like, do you have to take special measures? Is it dangerous in any way for you to work in the Bitcoin space?
1: no I think no we, we're not doing anything illegal because we're not involved in any trading or that kind of things we are just uh, focusing on education educating people and delivering them uh, the knowledge and good overall sense of the industry how it's important what is Bitcoin and how it can be used in Pakistan and the importance because the important thing is a lot of people they don't really know what they don't really you know about tech overall and also the because of the regulatory system is not that effective and that is why a lot of scammy projects and uh, the companies they come here and they want to scam the people like in 2017 i remember the name one coin was they were like uh, sending people this coin for like uh, buy this coin for and invest in that it's a great opportunity you can uh, double your investment in a short period of time uh, things like that but that didn't work it was a scam so we are focusing on uh, uh, educating people uh, telling them specifically about the bitcoin and, and its importance and getting them involved in the industry so currently we're not as i said involved in any trading or likely businesses, but I hope in future if, when the regulations come in or in place so we can start, people can start the exchanges and other businesses related to Bitcoin. It will be a great time.
0: Mm-hmm. And when did you start your association?
1: It was 2017, I think, early 2017,
0: yeah. -hmm. And what was the development here? Like in 2017, I guess a lot of people came and were interested. And in the bear market, uh, did this slow down? And are people now coming back or... Did you have, that was the thing we had in Austria, for instance, in the bear market, people are not interested. And, but as soon as the price is going up, people are coming back and asking questions again. Or was it in Pakistan, maybe like also in the bear market, a bigger interest in Bitcoin?
1: I know it was pretty, pretty similar to other countries like in 2017 we had a huge interest a lot of people were joining community and they were talking about on our social channels about bitcoin and getting involved but in the beer market a little bit down but now we are back into the other bull run so the interest is increasing currently about the trading in bitcoin it's banned but it's not completely shut down people are like trading it we see the volumes on a packs full it's peer-to-peer exchange local bitcoins these two exchanges are most famous here where people get with the trading they can they can buy and sell um, bitcoin on that exchanges so we see the volume there it's it's seems crazy so that tells us that the still the, there is a huge demand in the country. Even it's banned by the government and state bank of Pakistan, but it's not working. It's, it's like people are getting involved into this.
0: Mm-hmm. And how did in 2020 the corona pandemic uh, impact Pakistan? Did you also see there an increase in Bitcoin usage maybe?
1: about the about the covid crisis it was like we had the uh, lockdowns in early 2000 20 and then after we had that some kind of smart lockdowns like you have to wear mask and uh, mask and everything but now it's the condition is pretty normal it's everything's back to normal businesses are back to normal everything's open we are we can go anywhere without masks and so COVID is not a that that threat like into 2020 so about the Bitcoin usage, it's increasing now. It's, it's surging. The demand is surging and regulatory progress is, uh, is going on. So we have, I think, and by before the 2024, we will have complete legal status for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. We can have crypto exchanges and other international companies. They can invest in here. Everything will be in place, I think, in by 2024. 2024.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah
1: but let's see what, what happens
0: <laughs> yeah maybe it's faster <laughs> we'll
1: yeah see. yeah
0: um, do you see more people like trading and trying to get a profit from that or do you also see many people saving Bitcoin in the long run
1: we, we don't have any idea about that currently because the, the people, uh, the freelancers working with international companies, they get paid in Bitcoin. Most people choose to get paid in Bitcoin and then uh, they convert it into cash using those peer-to-peer exchanges. And, uh, um, we don't, we don't currently know how it's like uh, more people are holding or trading, but the volumes, the tra- trading volumes on uh, these peer-to-peer exchanges is increasing. It's increasing.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. It's everywhere the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's everywhere.
0: Yeah. And let's get back to the Bitcoin mining. Is this a project that's planned or is it already running?
1: It's making progress. It's not like it wasn't planned everything. The KPK region, the province, it's got regulatory progress and they have allowed two companies to come and then invest in the Bitcoin mining or set up the forms and they were, the provincial government also would fund the projects. So it's it's getting a lot of huge international attention as well.
0: I can imagine if it's government funded, then <laughs> that will get a lot of attention, yeah?
1: Yes, and other provinces, the Punjab, and uh, saying that they would also follow, but I think it's it's just starting here.
0: Oh wow, <laughs> okay, yeah. that's very interesting. Yeah, I think there's a lot of room, like for for different companies and startups in this space, especially if you have that cheap electricity and also the hydropower uh, op- op- opportunities. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And we also think a lot of uh, people entrepreneurs that know the Pakistani market very well because it's very uh, like a great out international people and companies. They don't know very well the market in Pakistan, the tech market. So uh, the local entrepreneurs and the people they have been here, they are involved in the region. They know that these international other companies like PayPal, they should come here. They will, will be a great opportunity for them as well. Yeah,
0: I would rather say you you local, um, <clears throat> community people, you should build something, not PayPal.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of innovative ideas and startups coming in each day. But when it comes to, you know, international settlements, I, I, I think we don't need PayPal. People need Bitcoin, but still to get it like, uh, on, on the rolling to get started with, it would be a great idea.
0: And now a short break for the fact of the week presented by local bitcoins. There can only ever be 21 million bitcoin in existence and currently 900 new bitcoin are mined every day. Every 4 years this amount is halved decreasing the total supply of bitcoin. Did you know that already in the year 2036 that is in 15 years the amount of newly mined Bitcoin will be only 56 Bitcoin per day, around 16 times less than now? This means that owning some Bitcoin or Satoshis, which are fractions of a Bitcoin, already in 2021 will give you an advantage of being early in the game. So, if you are hearing this and planning to buy Bitcoin, you are very much ahead of the curve. Thanks to Local Bitcoins for the fact of the week. In India, I've heard that gold, owning gold is a big thing, and that there is this similarity to digital gold to Bitcoin. So people in India get the idea of Bitcoin very, very soon, Yeah, almost immediately. How is that in Pakistan? Has gold also this long tradition?
1: yes we are like Indian and, and Pakistani cultures are pretty similar when we see the history owning gold here is very normal and traditional thing uh, on weddings people would purchase gold and the, their parents would gift that gold to their children on their weddings so that it's considered as a safe asset for everyone so without gold it's like without gold no wedding so like you should have uh, some amount of gold to to do the weddings but the idea of this digital gold is not well, it's not started here. Like people currently don't understand that this, like Bitcoin is gold 2.0. They don't get it yet, but I think sooner they will come to understand that Bitcoin is better than gold. So they can, they, they should own uh, this asset class, uh, not gold.
0: Mm. What is usually the introduction you give to someone who's new, who's coming to one of your meetups and is saying, I have heard about that Bitcoin. Is it good? Is it true? What is it? What shall I do? What do you tell? Yeah, most of
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the people come here and they they have just uh, been looked at the price. So they will come here, come to us and and they will ask the price is increasing. So is it uh, safe for us to invest in, in, into this? We try to tell them about the technology behind it. What is the purpose of this technology and get understanding of the. Of Bitcoin actually it's not we don't tell them it's a get quick rich scheme or something like that we we encourage them to learn about the technology and then get involved into this because once they understand the technology behind it and how much would be the impact if they use this how to use this and how to get on board that would be great because if we if we tell them that if they are getting involved for just for the price it's not good
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because we know that can move very quickly.
1: <laughs> exactly. The volatility is very high. So if they are just looking at the price, they would end up being in loss. So
0: yeah, they would yeah, buy yeah.
1: high and sell low. You have heard that.
0: Exactly. And you were saying that there are no local exchanges, but I read your Twitter bio and can it be that you are working on one?
1: Exactly. We're working on the exchange and we are waiting for the regulations to come in place. So when the regulations are in place, we will be ready to launch our exchange.
0: Okay, super. So do you also work together with the government in any form to tell them about Bitcoin or how does this work?
1: Currently we we not directly working with the government but people that we know our friends They are working with the government very closely and they are encouraging the people in the government to regulate the industry as soon as possible because uh, Without that it's not good. You should regulate it as soon as possible and because the, the, the demand is increasing people are using it anyway do it and get involved into this.
0: People are using it anyway. It's a good sentence yeah, because that's true. They use it with regulations or without, yeah, because it's exactly. un- unstoppable. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> exactly.
0: Okay. What is an interesting topic maybe for my listeners about Bitcoin in Pakistan or maybe about Pakistan that people here in Europe and in the US do not know? Is there anything you want to tell us?
1: I, I, would, I would like to tell the, your listener that I don't know the, what people know about Pakistan. Most people, they have heard the mainstream media and it's like uh, the Pakistan is an old, like underdeveloped country. There's not, not much innovation or the people living in uh, on hills or something like that. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. The true picture of Pakistan is people are very innovative very innovative and very sharp-minded. That is why uh, a lot of young people, they graduate uh, from Pakistani universities, they get international companies, hire them, and they will get to go to U.S. or other uh, nations to work there or for large corporations. But there's a lot of talent in Pakistan, and we have very developed cities, Lahore, Islamabad, Karachi, the biggest cities, and a lot of development and innovations coming in and tech industry is booming and government is also working uh, related to tech projects and even launching a new projects and in in the main cities for people to take the they take the tech industry to the next level so it's the picture the true picture is pakistan is a modern country people are very, very well educated and working with the working with the developed countries
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah it's really often a an image that we here have about the developing countries that they all live in huts and uh, have no idea about how life really is or something which quite the opposite yeah is
1: true exactly i would like to add something more interesting i get I talk to so many people from different countries and it was one time and One guy from United States and we were communicating about something and he said that it's not safe for him to come to Pakistan. He would get arrested or something like that. It's not safe. People are like religious or something. It's not good. It's completely wrong. Any, anyone can come to Pakistan and they can have, get involved into the Businesses here, they can invest, companies can invest, everything is in place. The, that image is really bad because a lot of people think it's not like, a, you know, safe like other countries or what's going on in Iran. So that it's, it's completely safe and different here.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I think people also mix up the different cu- countries. Exactly as you said, but I'm the same in a way because I have never been to Afghanistan, Iran, India or Pakistan, but I try yeah. to open myself up. I, I don't know how it is there, so I don't judge, but I'm also it also happens to me. I've been to Africa the last year mm-hmm. to Zimbabwe to to look into the Bitcoin usage there and the mm-hmm. obstacles and hurdles and stuff like that and it was very interesting because <clears throat> people are so clever they are so in- innovative also and they are like everybody is an entrepreneur there because of all the obstacles you mm-hmm. have in everyday's life you always have to have a new s- solution for things or you have to try things uh, out and yeah, I think there's a lot to learn, actually, if you go outside your space and visit other countries or work together, even over the internet, like we do now, talk with each other, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. You said you've been here in Pakistan?
0: No, I have never been in Pakistan, no.
1: Yeah, you can come here. We'll, yeah, we'll I w- show you how it's... Uh, that, how would, the-
0: that would be great. And don't say it because I really, I will come... <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure, sure. You can come here. We, we will give yeah. you a true picture and you can see how it's, how great the country is.
0: Yeah, I would love to. I just have to wait, uh, here until I can get my vaccination because basically here in Austria, we are in the third lockdown and it's now, I think the lockdown is now four or five weeks and it will last longer. So I can't move at the moment, but I hope. Yeah, that... you
1: know, we can. Mm-hmm. Mm. We can't currently the the travel traveling industry has been been a bad because of this COVID crisis, but it's I think it's getting better with the new administration in the U.S. and it's getting better.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. Exactly. What are your plans for the Bitcoin Association? Are you going to do some meetups in the next months, or what are the plans?
1: Yeah, because of the COVID, we all meetups were on standby. We weren't doing online meetup, but in the incoming, starting from February, we're gonna have resumed the meetups, online meetups, and everything. So it's gonna be amazing, I think. Mm
0: -hmm, Super. I'm also a board member at Bitcoin Austria, so we are basically doing the same thing as your Bitcoin Association. And actually, it would be cool if we could connect in a way. I'm. I will ask my colleagues if we can do any cooperation or something like that because there's also the global Bitcoin meetup by I think the Greek Bitcoin Association started that and if you're interested I would love to give them your contact so maybe you can also join us at the global meetup global online meetup
1: Sure, that sounds great. I'm also the organizer of Bitcoin Dubai, and we have 3,500 uh, members. Wow! And yeah, that's also great. Made up, it's working. It's you know my other co-organizer. He's organizing the made ups in Dubai Marina. I'm currently in Pakistan, but ah. when I was there, it's, the community is in Dubai is also great. It's an international community. It's mm-hmm. not like Dubai is an international city.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, thank you very much. That was very interesting. And I wish you a good day and I hope we can connect in real life maybe one day.
1: Sure. Looking forward to it. Okay. Super. Thank you very much. Uh,
0: thank you. Bye bye. Have a great day. Thanks so much for joining the Anita Posh show today to learn more about Bitcoin. You can find the show notes for this conversation on anita.link slash show. If you want to get the best stories in Bitcoin from my point of view in your mailbox, go to anita.link slash weekly and subscribe. And if you have a question or just want to send me some feedback, drop me a line at hello at anitaposch.com. See you next week when it's time for The Anita Posh Show. Music, start with yes, delicate beats. Content, idea and production, Anita Posh.